Brainstorming and pitching ideas is the funnest part of the creative process. We decided to skip the boring part of actually making stuff and just do the fun part. I'm comedian Tom Walma. I'm comedian Peggy Beattie. And I'm comedian Brandon Pankey. And this is Creativity Wasted. Woo. So I want to design the drive through of the future, especially if a vi- another virus comes around. Like, this will be great. Everybody wants to work from home now, right? Everyone wants that remote work. So we're going to set it up to where you can literally be sitting on your laptop, taking the orders, just pressing the buttons from there, and it does it all for you. Like, they're at the actual store. They're in the drive through lane. But you're actually, like, telling it what to cook and set up and hand out to them from your laptop at home. And then I went even farther to install them into apartment complexes so that, like, on the first floor somewhere, you got, like, your McDonald's or Burger King or whatever replaces them in the future. And then you can order from your room and it'll, like, make it and just go up some kind of conveyor system that I build to go directly to your room from the first floor. That's awesome. So, <laughs> so I'm a little confused, though. So you order f- where you're at on your computer. Well, and it, for the apartment one, yes. But for the other one? Then it's, it's actually just the abandoned old restaurants with a bunch of machines and everything that replaced the workers on the inside. But they're at home telling the computers what to do and putting in your order and listening to what you say if you call them or if you're at the drive-thru window so that they get it right because the machine isn't going to be able to completely comprehend what people are ordering, especially because people in the drive-thru are usually a little bit out of their minds. So you're actually at your computer at home taking their order and typing it in or doing whatever, like hitting the buttons, and then the machine at the building that they're at the actual drive-thru in in their car, you set it up from home. And it makes it for them. Okay, so it's it's a fast food restaurant where the workers are robots, but they're not totally automated. They're controlled by humans who are sitting in their houses. Yeah, I need Elon Musk probably to get all those robots to do the right things. But <laughs> I kind of really like the apartment part of it, though, just because I feel like it's a little bit more plausible just to have well, like some kind of tube conveyor system that goes through the entire complex and you got like your you know mcdonald's or whatever you know laundry basket looking thing in the side of your wall and it comes right up to your particular room in your apartment yeah i don't know why they don't have that or like in dorms because there's so many there's Uh, more dorms would be great more rooms per space like pneumatic tubes would be perfect for dorms i don't know why that never took off we just need a little pandemic push (laughs) <laughs> we can only hope you could even uh <laughs> skip class and just put your homework in the tube and send it off oh that's true too Honestly. You know what, Brendan, when you first said drive through i thought you meant like a drive-in theater that's how old i am <laughs> <laughs> right i mean so here's this other idea you know how you would drive into a drive-in theater yeah. uh, on, on your laptop you just watch the movie <laughs> and then you can watch it from home <laughs> groundbreaking so the fast food would it be like one mega restaurant that can cook anything or would there still be separate restaurants for mcdonald's burger king subway so i'm i'm picturing in this future times there's still gonna be the people that have 
like, like jobs that do demand people actually go to work. So traffic's going to be great for those people. But they're still going to want, like, you know, if they got a long commute or whatever, they're going to want some, you know, just stop real quick and grab some fast food. So, you know, we want to keep those restaurants out there, but increase how many people can work from home. So. Okay, so we still want separate restaurants and we want people to be able to sit at tables at those restaurants. Sure, they can have that choice too. But we just want all of the workers to be robots instead of people. Right, so like when you go up to the counter, it'll actually just be another speaker like what's in the drive-thru. And you'll actually talk to someone who's in their pajamas on their laptop. And they're going to put in your order so that the robots get it right. Yeah, that's true. Why do they need somebody at the counter? Because they already have, some of them have like people in India taking the order, the drive through order. Why can't they do <laughs> right. that in the restaurant too? It makes sense. It also drives me, I was just saying it drives Sorry. me crazy that they're still doing that thing where when you get up to the window, it starts going like, hi, would you like to try to, and then like the actual person talks over the, like, cause that's just a recording. It's like, hi, would you like it? Yo, what do you want? It's like, dude, that was two different voices. Don't don't even play that weird thing for me. <laughs> it's so true. What if it was an app that just directly ordered to the robot and bypassed that person? Uh, you just eliminated a lot of jobs. I know. <laughs> I didn't say I, I mean, was. <laughs> it's true, though, because we're literally taking apps over person-to-person communication already. So, I, yeah, we might as well just go all the way to that point. <laughs> I know, but then who are you no. going to yell at if the order's wrong? Oh, good point. Good yeah. point. You have to look in the mirror and yell at yourself. Yeah. You're so stupid. <laughs> I got to do everything myself. <laughs> yeah, there is some joy in like yelling at somebody or like seeing somebody fight in a McDonald's, like yeah. jump over the counter. Like I've never seen that in person, but um, yeah, it gets maybe that take great videos. Yeah, it might take some of the spice out of life if if there's no uh, human yeah, some of us human would, conflict. Some of us would miss it, but like especially the younger generations, they will literally be like, "Dude, you can handle this in ten seconds with a phone call, or like forty minutes online." They'll be like, "I'll I'll do online." Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> um, one of the guests on the podcast before had the idea, and this is a common idea of like, you know how in video games. They call it like a loot grind. You've, you've got to like mine gold or collect coins or you've got to like do like monotonous tasks to build up your character. Right. Their idea was to like have a real video game, but instead of doing like useless work, like mining fake coins, you could actually be doing a job controlling like robots in the real world. Ooh. So, so maybe the McDonald's workers aren't workers. They're people playing uh, The Witcher 4 or something, and they're doing their loot grind, but they're actually cooking real food for real people. Hmm. That's actually not a bad idea. Because at that point in the future, we would probably have it to where it would be more interactive, so you could probably do something like that. Yeah. Um, what was the second part of your idea? The pneumatic well, tubes. And yeah, the pneumatic tubes. I, I love the dorm idea because that, that's totally right because it's so many people stacked on top of each other. So 
it would just be so much quicker to just be like, all right, this is what I ordered. And then like in five minutes, you just hear and it just shows up. (laughs) God, no one would ever leave the house. Well, I think (laughs) we saw what could happen if it was, you know, just with how bad this one was. So if it was any worse, that might be what we have to be used to. (laughs) God, I would go crazy. I went crazy during this one. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I don't like my idea anymore. (laughs) It depressed me. (laughs) (laughs) The workers who are cooking the food sitting in their houses, would they be interacting with the other workers cooking the food? Like, could they uh, chat and socialize with each other? Maybe not during work hours. Like, when it's your shift, you got to focus on your thing, right? But... We could make some kind of like interactive thing afterwards. They could all either play games together or do something online together. And then they get like maybe compete for points or maybe salary. I don't know. (laughs) That's a good idea. I don't know. I like the idea. I mean, it kind of sucks if all the jobs are like monotonous tasks on the computer. But I do like the idea of having Uh lots of gig jobs if they're well paid enough. Like, you just do it for an hour or two, and then you're bored, and you just stop. (laughs) So you're never obligated to do a job at any given time. And if enough people stop, the amount they're paying goes up until enough people are lured in to do the job. So it's like a fluctuating price that they're paying these workers to coax them out of laziness. If you can live off of that wage, but if if you're like working 80 hours and not living off of it, I mean, that would suck. Society tells us we're supposed to hate the gig economy, but I kind of like that idea because I was a computer programmer until I I quit right around COVID started, but I couldn't sit there for eight hours. I just couldn't. I didn't have to, so I couldn't. I'd I'd, I'd work like five hours. I would go home, take a nap, and then I'd work two or three hours at night, or I would make up time on Sunday. It's like... I like the idea of just working a little bit at a time. With a gig set up, too, you can kind of just work as you need, you know, for whatever lifestyle you're trying to live. Yeah. So you would have to sit in your house for eight hours and do that? Programming? Yeah. Um, Well, depending on what I was doing, sometimes I could do it from home. Oh, so you went somewhere and did it. Probably two-thirds of the time I actually drove to work and worked there. But sometimes I could work part of the day at home and some projects I could just do everything at home. It's hard to work eight hours at a job, but it's even harder to do eight hours at home, especially if they make you do it in one chunk. (laughs) I have friends who are programmers who are still working who, uh, like, they would make them during COVID, they would have to call in at eight uh, and then they'd have to call in again at noon. And it's like, well, they want to make sure you're working eight hours in a solid chunk, even though you're at home, even though there was no rational reason that they didn't have to be on call for customers or anything. Right. It's just their employers being dicks. <laughs> yeah. Me and my girlfriend are in this weird place where like, cause I kept having to go into work at a shop and she started working exclusively from home. And, like, it sounds good to me, but I know it's driving her crazy. So I think it's just one of those grass is always greener things. Yeah. Yeah, I sell cars, and I've been going to work 
I think I got two or three weeks off and then I went back to work. I don't yeah. think I could, even though I would love to work out of the house, but I don't know. I, I go back and forth on that. It sounds so good. But then, mm-hmm. like, I, it's kind of driving her crazy. So I'm like, ah, maybe I wouldn't actually like it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, who are you going to joke with? Who are you going to harass? <laughs> the cat. <laughs> the cat. <laughs> yeah, I think it's tolerable if you can do it in small chunks. Yeah. Right, and you break it up. If you're bored, watch a TV show for an hour or even watch the TV show while you're working, depending on what you're doing. She does but, do yeah. that a lot. Which is probably why I'm like, dude, I would pay anything just to be able to watch a TV show right now. <laughs> right. What would happen if they like dropped food? Would there be like rats? Would you have to create like robotic <laughs> cats to um to make them feel at home? Yeah, we had to get one robotic homeless guy to make you uncomfortable when you sit down in the restaurant. Or you could have like one of those like furry people control the robotic cat. And that would be like their dream existence. Yeah. Living as a cat, attacking mice in the robotic fast food restaurants. See, there's a job for everybody. <laughs> Plus then all the, the furry, whatever the Comic-Con for furries is, it would be sponsored by the fast food restaurants. Yeah. Or maybe they won't like it because robots aren't furry. We I suppose you could make a make robot furry. furry. Yeah. There's no rule against gluing fur to metal till the furries start banging the robots and then everyone's orders messed up i didn't order mayonnaise <laughs> ew ew <laughs> you guys have anything you, you want to promote i just sure. got a, a few mics coming up this week wednesday i'm doing tom swans and wald lake and then uh i got one out in, in grand rapids and then I got my podcast, um, Peggy Beattie, Go Ahead, Cancel Me. I just started, so it's kind of rough, but it's fun. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. So if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. Thanks for listening.